0: shig world
1: hello
0: this is the first ever recording of the shig cast which is a new shig podcast hosted by me joanna and
1: me aaron
0: yeah you know
1: um basically we have no idea what this is gonna be like at all (laughs) the the basic plan is to continue to press record And then that's pretty much the whole plan. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And yeah,
0: plan A, B, and all the other ones. Um, Yeah, so basically we just, I mean, obviously we're in a shelter-in-place situation here. um, And none of us can see, we can't see each other, which makes Shig and also small group and um
1: in general
0: yeah like any relating to each other in any way like way different and so this is um i don't know i guess just one of the little things we're going to try see how it goes just to be able to connect with you guys throughout the week um and of course impart our endless wisdom which you know
1: yeah do you you know you remember FDR and the fireside chats during World War II, this is probably the same thing.
0: It is the same thing. hmm Exact same. Yep. We are equivalent. <laughs> <Goodness>. and... <laughs> first things first, I guess. Erin, how has quarantine been for you? Tell us about your
1: quarantine experience. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know how many how many roommates y'all have (laughs) um i I live with three three roommates and so uh we have our little our little pseudo family um and basically yeah we two of my roommates work from home uh and then my other roommate and i still go to work and so that is kind of the same i've gotten to see a lot of uh, shig students come through the window of tala so that's kind of fun And so I still, I, I still have access to the world loosely, um, which is probably more than a lot of people can say. Um, but yeah, it's weird. It's weird, you can't, I don't know. People, are, people on the streets, you either have the really friendly ones who are like, hello, good to see you neighbor, um, or the ones that are like running away from you and trying yeah. to get the six, foot, the six foot distance. The town of Lake Bluff, I will tell you, is ignoring everything. Yes.
0: I was there the other day and there was like people cared zero.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Lake Bluff. I both respect you and I'm scared of you.
0: I think they're like sort of isolated so that if you know there is an outbreak that's particularly rough there, it'll be
1: self contained. (laughs) Yeah, that's the Lake Bluff bubble. bubble. I think I think the biggest change for me is just not being able to have people over to my house. I'm someone that we, we have guests all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And so that is probably the biggest change. Um, no one can come into to our house. Yeah. yeah.
0: As someone who often comes into your house, that right. would be very weird. <laughs>
1: I know, I know. It's it's a weird, weird feeling. But how about you? How's yours been?
0: Um. Yeah, so mine has been... I feel like, I feel what's funny is um, both of our experiences have been rather not typical, I would say, of the American public. So for me, it has changed a little. I mean, like I, you know, have not, I stopped working in the cafe at Tala just before, like before the shelter in place, because I have like a couple health things that we were just like, I don't want to get sick. So, but that was kind of before it was even that serious we had, like, extra staff. So I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just do some more stuff at the roastery. So I've been doing that. I've been working at the roastery, and I work from home a couple days a week. Um, so my job's changed a little bit. Um, but the biggest thing that's changed is, like, kind of like you said, I don't really see the outside world that much. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of, like, in my own little world. No, the roastery is just, like, a closed place where we roast coffee. So it's just not that many people coming in you know yeah um so that's been weird the things I guess that have changed the most like I've actually gotten busier because like we've had to do some a lot of things um differently at Tala to make things sort of at least just to respond to the crisis so um it's been kind of like uh sporadic I guess some days are really busy some days are less busy um but i definitely haven't felt like bored like a lot of people are talking about um which i feel thankful for but um but yeah like the biggest thing is probably some like you know evening plans that are canceled or or even just transformed you know like shake still happens but it's on zoom so it's just different yeah, it's just different yeah um so yeah just just feeling a lot more margin where there used to not be any um with those things but it's definitely not enough margin to be like I'm bored or like <laughs> you know yeah.
1: when you talk about margin do you mean like MLA format like 1.25 yeah. no no one inch margins so yeah. now you're sitting at a 1.25 1.5 exactly That's- imagine that but around my schedule <laughs> now you're speaking my language yeah, yeah. now I understand <laughs> I, I have a, that actually that actually brings up a question I have for you because I know from a lot of Like my own perspective is okay. I'm in the demographic of lower risk for this being truly like impactful if I were to um, get the virus. Like, how is it for you? Are you scared? Are you what? What is it? Yeah, Yeah, I don't know.
0: Um. Again,
1: we didn't discuss this, but I just asked it anyway.
0: (laughs) Again, no plan. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I. I don't, I would definitely wouldn't say scared is the right word, but I mean concerned. Like I said, I kind of had my feelers out before even like before the restaurant ban and before the shelter in place. And, um, just because I, yeah, so my, I just, I don't have a spleen. So I was like, when I had my splenectomy, they told me to, that I need to go into the emergency room anytime I have a fever at all, any fever. Um, so that's just like, like I have to go to the emergency room when I have like strep throat or flu or just whatever.
1: Get too close to a lamp.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sit out in the sun, Danny. And I just, I have to go to the hospital now. Um, just kidding. But (laughs) I, I just have to take it more seriously because without a spleen, you can succumb to things like that a lot faster. Um, and so, yeah. And then I also have an autoimmune disease, but I think, like, basically, yeah, it's small, (laughs) Um, but really, it is fine as long as I'm not exposed to gluten, so for, like, two months, basically, since SMT, we took a trip to Texas, that was the last time I've eaten out, because, like, eating out out is where, you know, like, any cross-contamination could happen or whatever, so I have um, not, like, eaten out a long time and not, Like I'm just being really, really careful about that kind of stuff so that I can keep that part under check. And then, yeah, the whole spleen thing, there's like nothing really I can do. So it's not, I'm not like super scared. I mean, I'm healthy otherwise. It's not like I have, I don't have asthma even. So I don't have like, you know, and I'm not, I don't smoke. I don't have like any of the other like respiratory things. It's just that I'm supposed to go in if anything happens. And, you know, with all the talk of like, we might not have hospital beds and healthcare is getting complicated. Um, Not to mention just like, I don't want to pay to go to the emergency room because it's really expensive. So it just feels like um, a lot of like, like I have no, like I have every confidence that I would like survive if I could get medical attention. Like, I guess there's a small chance that I wouldn't get medical attention if I needed it. And that would be a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i don't i'm I'm not like i don't live in fear or anything but i'm like, careful like when i look at this whole coronavirus situation this is like obviously a big um i think seller at shig the other day said like this is the most disruptive thing that's happened since the cold war and i think that is really true um and we're all living through it and so that's really weird to be like living through something that's like um just this is going to be in history books you know that's like such a strange thing to think about um but with something like this big that's kind of lasting a while and everything i personally have like thoughts about like how i hope i come out of this or how i hope even society at large comes out, out of this and and sort of what i hope like Sort of is a result of this crisis, um and so yeah, so I'm wondering if you have thoughts about that either for yourself or for
1: Shig or even like first society at large that you sure, yeah, and i I mean, I have thoughts all the time about everything, so <laughs> I'll just pick one and then, <laughs> um yeah, I think one of the things I was thinking today, actually, uh, a regular of ours came in, and uh, he, he, I know, is a a Christ follower, um, and he was talking about this book he's been reading, um, and, and talking about how, and the quote from, he showed me this quote, and it said something about, you know, our culture has, there's an epidemic of just too much noise, too much busyness, too much whatever, and, and so it's, like, really impacted the way that, we hear God and so like, and that is making us spiritually sick. Um, and so I, I think like, and I just, over the last few weeks of really, if I could do this quarantine well, um, I think my hope is that I would just kinda, it's sometimes it's the hardest thing to like, when people say hear God's voice or, and, and so it's, there's that hope of, okay, is god speaking and i'm just not hearing it you know and so it's like okay quarantine the world has stopped <laughs> um uh, ish you know not stopped completely but it's like what will i do with the time you know like that mean that's like i'm either going to come out of this really fit or like gain 25 pounds <laughs> so it could go either way we're you know we're looking at, but but as far as like a hope with that it's that okay that i would give enough space um that if God is speaking then he can speak to me and then also to our society and and just kind of like that air of unpredictability of okay here we are and I can't control things anymore really um and I could someone could walk into Tala and with COVID-19 and they could spew In a speech, in a passionate speech about the dark roast um, and how much they love it. And uh, it could just land right in my, you know, uh, and and yeah, and that could change my life forever. You know what I mean? It's just like those little things of like things that impact a life um, are just, it makes you think uh, about all of those things. And so I would like to give space to thinking about those things. Yeah, that's kind of my hope.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I feel I super resonate with that, just that idea of space. I mean, I already mentioned the margin thing, um, which I feel like is, um, that's just so like, I haven't had a particular plethora of space in this time. Um, like I said, my, my quarantine hasn't been that way. Um, Yet, but I'm kind of waiting for that to happen more as like things sort of slow down, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, but even though there hasn't been necessarily like space, there's still this sense of like um, like because I work from home some days, or even with the roastery, it's not as time sensitive. Like going to the cafe, you have to like be there at op- like so that you can open the cafe. You know, it's kind of important. Um, so with that, I one thing I've enjoyed during this time is like having more. Space for like um, rhythms that I want to create, and so I've um, I've really tried to like lean into that at this time as well. And so for me, I think a big thing, definitely for this time, would be just like sort of more. I mean, very similar to what you said, just like more space to listen and to hear God. Um, for me i feel pretty confident that that's like going to come out of more like consistent rhythms i think like in just meeting with god more regularly i guess and mm. uh, and kind of like sort of doubling down on some of the things that i've felt like i should do with that like just actually having quiet time every single morning and like making sure that that's a priority it's like there's not really a lot of excuse for me right now because like right. I don't actually have to go to you know it's like some days like at the cafe it's like when we open we have to be there at five thirty. so right. right okay there's an excuse right there like <laughs> no rigidity yeah so but with yeah. that it just it feels like okay this is there's a lot of openness here to do or for God to do with me some like real refining during this time I guess um so yeah that's been really cool I think in general like um there's a lot of like you said like that whoever I don't know what book he was talking about but there's several books out right now that are talking about the idea of busyness and of of, you know just like our culture just being kind of go 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 and this like accomplishment culture um and not that every single aspect of that is bad, but I think that even like the Holy Spirit was sowing seeds before all of this of like calling people out from the busyness into a sense of quiet and um, into just like more margin and, and all those things. And so it's really interesting to me that that sort of movement kind of began a little bit in advance of this. And now this is like, for anyone wanting to do that, this is like, yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, breathing ground like central so yeah I think and that's I guess like that's kind of my my real big hope for especially for students um is like like when you think about something like if you were to go to boot camp or something like I've never been yeah. to boot camp, so that's maybe a bad example but like anything that's short, any season that's like a little bit short, you know, like summer for instance, or concentrated amount of, yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. Like a season like that can be so refining. Like, like if you think about even like a mission strip, right, you go for one week and you learn so much just because it's like, it's out of your normal context. It's like, um, stop all the time. Yeah. And this of course is weird because we don't know when it's going to end. And so there's some real legitimate like problems with this but right it does it feels like man there there is a way to look at this that could be more like that like this is actually training this is a training time for me yeah to learn whatever it is that god has for me and so i guess my my prayer i guess for so many students would be that god is sort of like hand like tailor fitting the concentrated environment they need during quarantine for whatever he wants to do and accomplish in them, you know?
1: Right. And I think the difficulty is like, if you are in a home where you're not being reminded of this journey, like constantly, you know, I live with Christian roommates who are like, man, can we pray right now? Yeah like that's dramatic and you know but but like yeah but pretty much where you know uh whereas like when I lived with my parents my parents well they tried it once when I was 10 they're like we're gonna sit down to a devotional and I was like no but (laughs) yeah yeah so so like that of like and I think that's kind of the intent of us invading you know with our fireside chat slash shig cast you You know Fireside chat. <laughs> I have pretty big, big, uh, <laughs> big shoes to fill, but I think yeah. that I, you know, <laughs>
0: I think we could do it. <laughs> <laughs> kidding! Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. No, I think you're right. Like there is a sense in which, hopefully, some of this will be that reminder, especially for those of you in, like, even in homes where, you know, there is, are no other Christians or your parents are still at
1: work or whatever. Yeah. Um, or, or your parents are Christian, but you guys don't really talk about real things like, you know, <laughs> my family. Super common.
0: Um, or I mean, let's face the reality too, that like your physical environment is not the only one you're in. 90% of the time you're in the environment on social media, right? Like right, or, right. that's a whole separate environment that may or may not be kind of saturated with whatever messages of, hope or despair or doomsday or whatever and so I guess yeah our hope is just to infiltrate that a little bit with um the
1: sound of our voices
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah
1: yeah yeah, that too (laughs) yeah uh this is good a fun game Thanks.